0: Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Kava.
1: Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I am so happy to welcome you to the show today. If you want to know more about our guest, go to the Self-Improvement blog. You'll see her picture. You can read her bio, and by all means, watch the video there. You're going to be so glad you did that by the time you hear what she has to say. I have a question for all of you today. Do you live a life you love? We talk a lot about healthy, happy living on the Self Improvement Show and generally we focus on a specific facet of that living like self-esteem, a healthy body, positive thinking, meditation for stress relief, or so on. You know, the definition of healthy, happy living is unique for each one of us and. What I consider healthy and happy may not be what you consider it to be. Some people run to a professional of some type hoping to be told how to be healthier, happier, or more successful, or all of the above. What about you? Let me ask you this. If you really took responsibility for your own health, your own welfare, happiness, and success, What would that look like? I mean, really took control of your own life. I'm not saying that you never see a professional, but I am saying that you are responsible for all of your choices. What would that be like? What if you created a life you love, practiced self-care that kept you healthy and happy, and you earned a living in a way that gave you joy, and the time to enjoy life and care for your family. Sound like pie in the sky? Well, today we're going to talk to someone who's done that. Lisa Jarrod specializes in helping empower people to achieve their dreams of a healthier, more fulfilling lifestyle. A few years ago, she was on a quest to find a way out of her job in corporate America and transition to work that was more gratifying. I think a lot of you can identify with that. She created an online business that enabled her to leave that job. <coughs> excuse me, and grow in her knowledge of internet marketing strategies. She is the creator of SEO mastery courses and highly skilled at content marketing through blogging and video. She transitioned to a healthy lifestyle and combined her passion of healthy living and online marketing to build a rock star business. She finds great joy in helping others discover their passion and achieve their own dreams of a healthier lifestyle and working toward their own vision for their life. It is such a pleasure to welcome Lisa Jarrett to the Self-Improvement Show. Lisa, welcome.
2: Thank you so much, Irene, for that lovely introduction. I'm honored to be here and speak with you today.
1: Well, I am absolutely delighted because I know you really helped me at one point in in developing a business, and I want to be able to share that with everybody. But let's start at the beginning. Tell us about yourself. Who is Lisa Jarrod?
2: Thank you. That's such a great question and one that I myself have been thinking about. So... Basically, I was raised in the borough of Queens in New York and wonderful parents, but they were very traditional. Mm -hmm. You go to school, you get a job, and so that's what I did. I went to college, got my bachelor's degree, I got a job in corporate America, and that was what I was supposed to do, but honestly, it never felt right to me. I always felt like that square peg fitting into this round hole, and it never fit right. And no matter what job I had in corporate America, no matter how much money I was making, I just wasn't happy. It wasn't fulfilling to me. And I felt like I needed freedom. I needed adventure. And I also never felt in that position that I was doing anyone any good. I was basically under the thumb of other people, not able to do my own schedule, you know, other people determining my worth. And it was frankly very depressing. So I'm, I'm really about adventure and, and freedom and empowering people. My family so important to me. And I love learning and taking that knowledge and making something great out of it that helps me as well as lots of other people. So that's,
1: who I am. You said you were employed by corporate America. Tell us, to, to, to set the stage, give us a little thumbnail of the type of work you did, you know, about the income possibilities you had there and what you were able to achieve personally and professionally in that setting so we know what, kind, what, what you changed from and what you changed to. So you know, give us a okay. little thumbnail of that.
2: That's a great question because sometimes I can't believe it either. I went to school for statistics and operations research type of degree because I absolutely love math and statistics, and I still am such an analyst and a problem solver. And so my first job in corporate America was actually doing statistics type of work. It was really analyzing things that were happening Um, in the workplace, etc. And I did very well at that. And then I actually transitioned to being more of an instructor of computer software, being able to help people break down their own problems in the workplace and teaching them how to use software to help solve some of those problems. And so I, I got a lot of Training skills under my belt. And from there, I actually learned how to write curriculums. And so, my last job, I actually ended up transitioning to being a technical writer and writing online software manuals for um, a big company. And so, you know, my career in corporate America sort of had its own journey. But that journey wasn't necessarily directed or controlled by me. And by the time I left corporate America, I was making six figures. I had all the wonderful health benefits. But it wasn't really going to be going much further than that. You know, the next step would have been management and all the positions were already taken. And it was more of a good old boy network. So, I was able to take a lot of the skills that I did develop through my years in corporate America and use them for what I do right now. did, did you, was there an event that
1: inspired you to leave, or you know did you get nudged by something, or did you just finally decide one day I've had it, I want to do my own thing? How did you make that transition?
2: It has been happening over time. I, I, I was just not happy. And But there was something inside of me that kept me there, like, this is what you're supposed to do. And my parents, even though I was well into adulthood, they were like, well, that's what people do. That's what you do. You go to your job every day, and then you come home, and you take vacations when they say you can. And I was like, no. So finally, I think I just really had to develop myself and develop my mind and had to believe in myself enough to say, "I've had enough." And and
1: how did you decide what it was you wanted to do? You had some really terrific skills. you know, you, you knew you, you had so that. Much. <laughs> you you did. You still do. Um, how did you? Well, tell us what you do now and how you came to that.
2: Okay. Um, yes, it's been a journey. So I'd like to start at the beginning, if that's okay, and so that you understand how I actually got here. And what happened was the last job I was working at. It was a very, um, not a very negative environment. I'll just be nice and say that. And I. And just couldn't stay there anymore, and I didn't know what to do because I knew that if I went somewhere else, it would just be the same thing over and over and over. So I said, what can I do? So at the time, I joined a network marketing company that was health and wellness related because I had already transitioned to a very healthy lifestyle, was super excited about it, felt amazing, and thought, that's what I want to do. I want to help other people feel amazing. So I joined this company, I was still working full time. And, you know, if you're familiar with network marketing, one of the things we're supposed to do is find people to talk to and go to events and have home parties. And I thought, I'm working full time. I don't have time. Where am I going to go at eight o'clock at night to meet people? So yeah, I got the right idea. I know, it's like, okay, I'll go over to the market at night, but who am I going to meet there? So, I had this bright idea, I'm going to do this online. And seriously, um, people thought I was nuts. So, I started a blog at the time, this was back in 2009, and I was blogging four or five times a week on that blog, and didn't get any traffic, got no customers, nothing, and I did that for about two or three months. And people were like, you're crazy. You know, nothing's ever going to come of this. Well, I just kept going because I really believed that this would work. And in month four, traffic started rolling in, got customers, business partners, and the whole thing just started snowballing. And it's not that. On that
1: note, let's go to break because when we come back, I want to hear how you did that. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Lisa Jarrett saying, Stay tuned. We'll be right
3: back with more. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
4: How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose?
1: Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Lisa Jarrett, and we're talking about having a healthy, happy life. Before the break, we were talking about her home base and the fact that after several months, she had still nothing. I think many of you may have experienced something like that. And now she's beginning to be successful. Tell us what brought about the change and you know what that that First successful month was like. What did you see?
2: So this was back in two thousand nine, and I had no idea what I was really doing. I just knew that if I kept doing the blogging, that something would happen. So about four months into it, I did start generating income and leads and customers and business partners, and that's because. In those three or four months of blogging, I started learning a few things along the way. You know, we start out knowing nothing, and I did a little studying here and there, and I started learning about search engine optimization. I started learning more about how to write content that people actually want to read, and I started learning a little bit about how to promote my content in different social networks, etc. And so, that month four was a huge transition for me because I thought, oh my gosh, this really works. And what would have happened if I gave up after two months, right? Right. So, over the years, my knowledge, my expertise kept growing in the area of online marketing with a specialty in blogging and video marketing. And it was just amazing because the Internet is changing. People's habits are changing and how they use the Internet. So I just kept learning. Anyone can learn anything that they want to. And there's a ton of information out there. And so I transitioned still with that business, but I transitioned to helping people understand how to market their businesses online because I gained all that knowledge from learning how to market my own. And two years into this, I was earning enough income to where I finally didn't have to be at my job anymore. And that was in 2011, and I'm still doing this.
1: And very successfully, too, I might add.
2: Thank so, you. we
1: have your business started. You said that you had already started or, you know, began a healthier lifestyle. Let's talk a little bit about that lifestyle and what led you to want to do more of it, with, you know, and what you're doing to help other people gain a healthy lifestyle. What's a healthy lifestyle to you?
2: Well, first, I'd like to share with you how I really came to a healthy lifestyle. I kind of dabbled in that healthy lifestyle for a long time. And then my mom, God rest her soul, she uh, came down with breast cancer mm. back in the late 90s. And she battled it for many, many years. And when I saw what was happening to her... Um, I I just immediately started educating myself on how to be healthier in my body because it was terrifying to see what she went through. And unfortunately, she passed away four years ago from this disease. So that really led to me really transitioning fully to a very healthy lifestyle in the sense of... um, what, I, what I'm eating, my nutrition, and all of that. I have always worked out. So, you know, I have, you know, I'm a runner. I love yoga. I do strength training. So I've always worked out. So that's another piece of the health puzzle. But for me, the last piece of the health puzzle was still not there. And that was being happy and being fulfilled. Um but as far as the health and nutrition type of lifestyle, it was really because my mom was so horribly ill for so many years, and I was frankly terrified that that would happen to me.
1: So you you're healthy healthier by the time you started your online business, what did yes. you choose? How how did you decide you wanted to do uh, multi-level marketing or internet marketing? Was that something you were already familiar with? Did you search it out? Did you see products somebody else was uh, selling or promoting? How did you come about landing in network marketing?
2: The way that I came about it was at the time the company that I joined up with, which is a wonderful company, I had been actually using their products. And I found out later that they actually had this network marketing piece of it. And all I knew about network marketing was what I had seen in the past, you know, Tupperware parties and (laughs) um, Amway parties. And uh, that, that was what I knew about it, which was really nothing. And, um, But I knew that I couldn't do any of that because of my schedule. So I thought, I've got to do some Internet marketing. I'm just going to do this. I'm just, you know, I knew nothing, really. I mean, honestly. I just said, I'm going to start a blog. How do do I do that? I figured out how to do that. Now I'm going to write some content. What do I do? What do I write about? And literally what I did at the time I would look at videos that the company put out about the products, and I would just transcribe what the people were saying, and I would turn it into a a blog article because I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I kind of transitioned to writing my own content, but that's kind of how I got started. I mean, it really wasn't a long, lengthy research process. It was like, this is what I'm doing, and that's that.
1: Blogging was still fairly new in two thousand nine, but yeah. with your background, um, did you was it easy for you to develop a blog? Did you did you build your own blog initially? Were you able to do those things?
2: I just used WordPress, so that's fairly simple. But because of my background and problem solving and working. In companies that required a lot of technical expertise, it was very, very easy for me to pick it up.
1: So you had a blog, and and I know people who have blogs that have almost no visitors. Right, and, and yeah, and all of a sudden, in month four, or may, you probably had a few visitors before. I'm sure you tracked all of your traffic. But suddenly you started getting visitors, um, and you started building the business. What did yeah. you do in those first three three months that attracted people to your blog? And tell us about tell us about how you learned to write the kind of letter or blog post that made people want your product, because that's a real art.
2: It is, and it's funny, because when I first started writing the blog post, I didn't really get any traffic. Um, second and third month, I was having some traffic trickle in, but not a whole lot, and nothing to write home about. <laughs> and yeah. so when I went back to analyze it, right, because I'm an analyst at heart, um, I found out that nobody was searching for what I was writing about, so that's when I learned about search engine and optimization. That's really when I started learning. Aha! You have to do your keyword research. You have to understand what people are searching for in your target market, because you know you can write the best articles ever. But if nobody wants that information, if no one is searching for it, then you're really not going to get a lot of traffic or anybody that's interested in what you're writing about.
4: Or if they're
2: searching
1: searching for something that you have and they want, but you don't have the right words in there, they're not going to find you. Exactly. How, How did you learn to wade through all that? I guess is the question.
2: That is a really good question. I'm I i was, I'm a very self-motivated, determined person. And once I get an idea in my head, I will stop at nothing to accomplish it. And so when there was no traffic, I thought, okay, there's got to be a reason for this. And I started searching online for anything that anybody wrote or a YouTube video or any kind of training about How to get found in search and started educating myself. And that's how I got it all figured out. One of my
1: problems is that I don't understand the computer language to know what it is they're telling me to do. You already had that background. Uh, Now it's a little easier, and people are beginning to write in English instead of computer. And it's a little eng- a little easier. What would you tell people who are just starting out with a blog and an Internet business or an MLM, what would you tell them to do first? Where would you send them to learn what you know? Do you teach them that? Or you know do you have references? What, how would you help somebody get started?
2: I actually have a course that I recently released with one of my business partners. It's called SEO Mastery and they can find it on my website and we teach all the technical aspects as well as the practical aspects of uh, getting found in search and um, content writing and content marketing. You know, we cover probably in nine different modules.
1: Okay, how do people find it? Um, how do they know where, you know, where, how do they find you? How do they find your SEO Mastery course?
2: They can go to my website at lisajarred.com, and there is a banner in the sidebar.
1: S- spell Jared. Spell, yeah, spell Jared.
2: J-A-H-R-E-D.
1: Um, LisaJarrett.com. You've got an interesting website, and I want to talk about it more. And we're going to do that after we come back from the break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Lisa Jarrett, saying don't go away. We'll be right back with more.
4: Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
3: Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power.
4: Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
1: Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Lisa Jared. She has her own home-based business. After working most of her life in corporate America, she broke loose and is doing her own thing. And I think some of you would like to know that she's a, a mother and a grandmother and has a very successful business that she developed from ground zero and up. Um, Lisa, on your website you have a section called Work With Me. If yes. I signed up to work with you, uh, what would you be able to do to help me get my own business started?
2: What I would do is I would have a conversation with you first about you. you know, who are you? What do you want in life? And What do you want to be known for in your life? What is it that you want to accomplish? And how do you envision your life unfolding in the next few years? I would be asking you questions like that. I would basically introduce you to a business, the network marketing business model and the concept to find out if that's a good fit for your life because... It's really not a good fit for everybody. Um, and if it's not a good fit, I would try and help steer you in the direction of something that could be a good fit that you could do online and point you in the direction to get started. So, what are
1: some of the things that you could do online besides network marketing?
2: So if you didn't want to do network marketing, you could do um, a traditional business. So, for example, you know, we all know what brick-and-mortar businesses are, um, but any brick-and-mortar business can also extend their business online. But let's say that you were really great at writing, for example, and you wanted to provide writing services for people or companies or anything like that, Just on a consulting basis, you could start your own website. You could market that website, make your YouTube channel, start creating content that helps people understand some basic concepts about writing so that they know that you're an expert, and then you offer your services that way. You could also do something called affiliate marketing, and affiliate marketing is a pretty simple way to get started online Of course, you probably need a website, and it's where you um, apply to different merchants, and I'll give you one example, very simple. Amazon.com has an affiliate program, and so you could write different content about things in a target market that you choose, and you can recommend products from Amazon. And if someone were to click through your link and purchase one of those items, then you would get a commission. So that's just an example of the affiliate marketing model. So there's really lots of ways that you can actually do something online. So in your work with me, you
1: can offer them those options and help them get started in whatever they choose. True? Absolutely. Cool. Okay, so, so we've chosen something that I'm going to do. And where do we go from there?
2: From there, there's a variety of steps involved. You know, now that you know what you want to do, if you wanted to work in my network marketing company with me, that's a whole lot (laughs) easier. Um, But let's say you chose to, um, we'll just use the writing example. Um, What I would do is help you with your blog. I would help you understand how to write your content in a way that People like it and Google likes it because they really both have to like it and teach you how to promote in different social networks. And, you know, as far as working with people, that's something that, you know, I would assume that you would already know how to do if you're providing a writing service, for example. But I would show you the ins and outs of how to do it online.
1: Let's go way back. You, you, you've said several times that people probably need a website. A person who at this point does not have a website may not have a clue where they can go to get one and may not have any idea how to go about building their own No, I always recommend WordPress because it's so much easier, but I can't build a WordPress blog myself. I have somebody to do that. How do people find somebody who can do that for them if they cannot? how, How do you know who can build a good website and who cannot? There's so many options.
2: You're right. There are so many options out there, and I... You know, usually if someone's going to start a website, I send them to a web hosting company. Uh, they can install a website. I think one of the big problems with people starting websites—and follow me on this one—a lot of people focus on how it looks. It's got to—I have to have that header just right. I've got to have everything in place exactly right. But that really isn't the thing to focus on. The thing to focus on with the website is just keep it simple, and all that can be done quite easily. Um, You know, if you get a website through a hosting company, they install WordPress for you, and it's there. And you install a very simple theme, Focus on creating amazing, valuable content that people are going to love and be attracted to.
1: And they have to have a name. Do you help them come up with a name that's creative and catchy that people will, you know, know what it is they're selling or or promoting? You know, do, do you give them that kind of help or are they on their own?
2: Absolutely. If they want it, it's so much fun because, you know, I've worked with some people where they come up, you know, they're doing their research of domain names and come up with a bunch of them. And we brainstorm together about the domain names and But, you know, it really does come down to what feels right for the person.
1: It's, it's fun to go on the sites that have uh, domain names and, and go shopping. I, I think it's as much fun as shopping for anything else. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, I'm a little strange that way, but I, I think all of that is fun. So now we have a name. We're building a website. How do they learn to write copy? Uh, I mean, what a, a a distinct, different kind of writing this is. Now, where do you send them to learn to write like you write? Or do you do that?
2: So what I do, the way that I teach people to write is, it, it's more than just writing, right? It it's really doesn't have that much to do with the actual words that you're writing or, or the grammar that you're using. So you don't have to be a great writer. All it is is how you would speak to someone. But the real key to good content writing is this. Who's your audience, right? Because we're not trying to attract everybody. Um, you know, if you have a weight loss product, you're not trying to attract me. I don't need to lose weight. You're trying to attract people who have a problem. They're trying to lose weight. So what you want to do is solve that problem for them. So that's where the keyword research comes in. What kind of things are these people looking for? They have a problem. How can you solve it? And that's how you come up with your content. And so if you know something about how to lose weight, You would come up with a variety of topics about how to lose weight and write content just like you were talking to someone about the different aspects of problems that people run into and you try to solve that problem for them. So really all of our content solves problems and if you know how to solve problems, then you will have amazing content. What
1: about these letters that go on and on and on for pages and pages and pages that we get in email and find on websites as well? And, you know, by the time you get to the end, you don't know what you want. And then they say, buy now. And when you click out, they say, no, wait, wait. Do you, is, is, what kind of writing is this? Is this something that really works you know, when I see one of those anymore, I just, I just click
2: right out of it. I can't
1: deal with it. <laughs> I'm
2: laughing because I, you know, probably every two months or so, I opt out of a lot of e- email subscriptions that I ended up with. And I just, this week, opted out of tons of them because it's exactly what you're talking about. So there's content writing, which I described, but there's also sales promotion writing. Sales copy. And so, what you're talking about is pure sales copy. And that person is trying to sell you something. That's really the primary reason that you receive that email. Whereas, content writing is really, you are maybe trying to sell somebody something or you want them to sign up to your email list. But primarily, you're trying to put value out into the community. And you're trying to solve problems for them and become an expert in your field and be recognized as an expert in that field. So when you're talking about pure sales copy, different kind of writing.
1: I wouldn't even call it pure.
2: <laughs> it's <Right>. so
1: pushy. <laughs> you also talk about video. You know, can, can anybody do a video? I, I would think that doing a video to post on your blog or YouTube or someplace could be a little intimidating. What do people need to have to do their own video and what do they need to know to do their own video?
2: So doing videos is fun. And anyone can do video. You do not need special equipment at all. And a lot of people that I see, they like, oh, I have to get this, I have to get this. You know, high-priced thing to do my video. If you have a phone that takes video, use your phone. You know, if you have a laptop with a video camera on it, use that. You can use very simple things to do video. As long as you have some light on you, you can stand by the window, which is something I always did. And here's how easy it is, really. My granddaughter has her own YouTube channel, and she makes videos. How old is your granddaughter? She's eight, and the four-year-old cool. also makes them. <laughs> so, But if, if you can get over the fact that, you know, a lot of people um, think they need all this fancy equipment for video, and that's not true. Here's what you need for video. You need compelling content. You need to provide value to your community, whoever your audience is, And as long as you're providing value, valuable information that people want to hear, nobody really cares that you don't have a production quality video because that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for the information that you have.
1: So anybody can do a video even if all they have is their smartphone?
2: Absolutely.
1: Fantastic. On that note, we're going to go to break when we come back. We'll talk more about living a life you love. So stay tuned, we'll be back with more.
4: We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment.
4: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
0: You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
1: Welcome back to the self-improvement show. Our guest today is Lisa Jarrett, who quit corporate America and now has a rock star business online. We've been talking about how she transitioned into a healthier lifestyle, how she left corporate America, how she built a home-based business, how she can help you become successful in an online business. And so we come back to the beginning of how do you live a life you love? Have you found, Lisa, that you have now a life that you love that you did not have before?
2: Absolutely, yes.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, yes. And how... How can other people do the same?
2: Well, you know, it all starts with one thing, really two things. It starts with a decision, and it also starts with your vision for your life. You know, a lot of people, it's like, where where are you going to be in five years? If you don't make a change right now, What will your life look like in five years? And have you even thought about what your life might look like in five years? Many people don't. They just kind of go with the ebb and flow of life, and they're not really in control. They just keep going along. So, um, you know, I think it really starts with who do you want to become in your life in the next six months, year, five years? Where do you see yourself? What does your perfect day look like? And if what you're doing right now is not going to fulfill that vision for your life, then it's time to make a change.
1: And you've made several changes since you even have a new website, as I understand. Tell us about that and what you do with that because it's a little more health-oriented.
2: Yes, I started a brand-new website because I really wanted... To, you know, because I live a healthy lifestyle and, and a healthy lifestyle is so much more than food and nutrition. You know, there's exercise and there's also well being, being happy in your soul and in your spirit and in your mind. Like all of this really goes into being a healthy, happy person. So I started a new website. It's called uberhealthful.com. And I have a free ebook there that anybody can download. It's called Creating a Life You Love. And it's very simply laid out with actually some of the mind steps that I went through in order to understand what do I really want in my life and what do I have to do to get there? Because certainly there's technical steps to get there. You know, if you're going to start a business online, you have to learn a few things. But what about our mind? We have to set our minds up for success. We have to believe in ourselves. We have to create a vision for our life that we really believe in so much that no obstacles will get in our way. So that's what you'll find in that ebook. But that website really talks about just being healthy, being healthy in your body, being healthy in your mind, being healthy in your spirit, personal development. You know, how do you get there? When we go to elementary school, people don't teach us really how to develop our mindset. How do do you develop that success mindset? They don't really teach that to us. They teach us a lot of other things. And so, you know, I think that if people start thinking about the vision for their life in the future, is what you're doing going to get you there right now? If that answer is no, make a decision and do something different.
1: I would say that you're a good example of that. Let, let's get down to some maybe personal information. How old were you when you left corporate America? Because you, you, know, you weren't just starting out. You'd been there a while, and it must have been just a little frightening to begin a whole new thing. Tell us a little bit about wh- where you were when you did this.
2: It was... Um Yeah, I don't like to talk about age, but obviously... I don't either, but... And grandchildren. (laughs) And so, you know, I was well into my life. And um, it it was a little bit scary, but I knew that if I didn't make this change, that nothing would change. And so I kind of like to turn any negatives into positives. Um, So I looked at it like it's an adventure, And I have to make it work. So I will do whatever it takes to make it work for me. And it did. But again, what it really goes back to is your mindset. What's in your mind? Do you believe in yourself?
1: And Um, I guess what I want to say is if a grandma can do it and can help you do it, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? So if somebody asks you, how do I build, how do I live a life I love? How do I build that? What would you tell them?
2: I would tell them to first work on themselves, really. Because the reality is this. You can have all the know-how in the world. You can know how to build the best website. You can know all that stuff. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't have a vision for your life, not having a vision for your life is like getting in your car and saying, okay, I'm just going to start driving. (laughs) You don't have a destination, right? It's such a simple thing. And it's the same with our life. You have to really have a vision of who do you want to be? You know, what do you want to be known for in your life, your legacy? And What do you want your life to be like? What's that vision? And that is really the first step for anybody who wants to make a big change in their life.
1: And do you help them in the beginning decide what it is they want to be when they grow up or in five years from now?
2: Absolutely. If that's help that they want, um, I do work with people to help them try to understand what they really want in their life.
1: Do you find that most of the people who come to you know that, or do you have to help walk them through it?
2: Definitely have to help walk them through it, because a lot of people don't know, and they haven't really thought about it. They're kind of going with the ebb and flow of life and just going along and really giving them a lot of questions to ask themselves about what do they really want, where do they see themselves. And those are hard questions for people because you have to dig very, very deep for the answers. And a lot of people have trouble stepping out of their comfort zone to even find those answers. So it's, it's really kind of an emotional um, thing to go through all of those questions and answers. And
1: they'll never be sorry that they did. No, never they won't. Sorry. And
2: life will never be the same.
1: And, and that's a good thing. <laughs> Lisa, we're right up to the end of the show. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today?
2: You can do anything that you set your mind to.
1: Ah, I think they've probably heard that before right here on the Self-Improvement Show. What a great thought to leave with. Lisa, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I would would really, truly recommend that any of you who need help call Lisa. I know what kind of help she gives. I called her myself. She gave me the help I needed, and she's very very accessible and very easy to work with and I didn't intend to make this a commercial but I just know the kind of work she does thank you so much I appreciate all you've had to say and share with our listeners today
2: thank you so much Irene
1: you are so welcome this is Irene Collin and my guest Lisa Jarrett saying thank you so much for being with us today and come back again next week for more of The Self-Improvement Show.
0: Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.